0: Welcome to season three. Today, we're going to be talking about The Lost Son. Let's go. If we look at it from the right perspective, and I think a lot of times uh, that's what messes us up, it's the noise that messes up our perspective Mm -hmm. because we're so focused on the noise (laughs) that we're not focused on the plan. Uh-huh. Ooh. And speaking of plan, the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son. Let's go. <laughs> so in that, um, oh, my God. Now, now, we've all, for those of you who come from uh, churchdom, <laughs> <laughs> who know the story of of the lost son we've talked about the sheep the coin and then now the son the son um as we look in the book of luke down there in verse 11 and it talks about a certain man had two sons you know the man's name wasn't even important it just said he had two sons and the younger of them said basically father give me the share that falleth to me you know, you wake up in the morning going, all right, I want my junk. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just, hey, I want my stuff pops, you know, Hey, dad, father, dude, you know, in today's society, you know, sometimes they don't even call you fathers. Sometimes they don't even call you dad. They don't call you pop. Mm-hmm. You got this generation now calling you by your first name. Mm. You know, a son calls his dad. Hey, Joey. <laughs> I'm like, I wish you would. <laughs> yeah right yeah but anyway so he says he says a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said giveth to me what falleth to me basically it says father gives me the share of the estate that is coming to me and it goes on to say that the father then divided so you notice that as i stated earlier The man's name wasn't important. Neither was the son's name. But what I did get out of this, it said the man had not one, but he had two sons. And I know in um, in scripture, as well as in Christendom uh, amongst, you know, Christian, those who have read the story we've know about the son who asked his father for his portion. He asked his father for, give me the estate, my portion of the estate, give me my portion of the inheritance. Give me my portion of your retirement. Give me my portion of the Amazon investment. Give me my portion of the Bitcoin. Give me my portion of, of the land or the investments that you have. Um, I want my peace now. I know you're not gone yet, but I want my peace now because mm-hmm. I got things I got to do. Yep. And in this generation, you have a lot of people who are asking for stuff that they have yet to deserve. Hmm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. My God. We have a lot of people. Who in this generation, this this microwave society, who they're used to being able to push a button and have anything instantaneous. You know, back in the day, you know, we didn't have uh, phones. We didn't have what I mean by we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have uh, Zoom calling. We didn't have um, FaceTime, we didn't have a uh, messenger and text message. Matter of fact, we, we, we didn't even have the, the, the next tail with the beep beep, uh, connection from back in the day. We <laughs> didn't have pagers, uh, page me. Matter of fact, your code is three, one, two, and, um, I'll hit you back. You know, we had, you know, pay phones and prior to the pay phone, you know, you had rotary phones and and when you made a phone call, if nobody was home, you left a message and you waited for them to call you back. And if nobody was home, you left a message and then when you got back, you listened to it via an answering service. And then prior to that, you didn't have phones prior to the phones. You had pigeon prior to that. We have elevated in this dispensation of where we are. So this generation, because they didn't come under the old way where you had to wait. Mm. Mm. And so many times we have people in our lives who don't want to wait. They don't want to grind. They don't want to wait it out. They want their stuff right now. Talk about that.
1: Yeah. uh, I did see a lot of sense of like entitlement a lot, actually. And a lot of people can be very impatient in terms of like they want things a certain way. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're, I remember uh, we we have plans for our future, right? We have dreams, but God's the one who establishes things. Mm-hmm. But we live in a day and age where the way that the economy is progressing, you know, that everything is basically like it's like online so it's either you have like a youtube channel or something like that or you're trying to build into stocks crypto and everything else like you want to have be financial stability you want to have, be kind of it somewhat seemed like you want to be something something very important for yourself not being content with like where you're at now and so it amazes me that a lot of people would lose themselves and miss out so many opportunities to enjoy their lives or show or embrace the um, uh, em, kind of embrace uh, the effort of like trying to get your hands. I guess like, yeah, get your hands dirty mm-hmm. or, you know, just stuff like that. You know, and like it's a huge transition, especially for men. You know, like I think about my forefathers. Right. Um, I'm the type of person like i mentioned before, like workhorse, whatever. I'm pretty sure everybody's <laughs> tired hearing that. But like I want to get my hands dirty. I want to mind like working, you know, extra hours just to do that. And a lot of people are like. You know, I don't want to work a nine to five, which I understand. No one does. You know, that's mm-hmm. totally understandable. I get it. But it's like, are you willing to? Some people, without guidance, will lose themselves during the whole time and kind of focus on like making huge incomes and everything else, and they don't build character behind it. Mm-hmm. And now, going put it in a spiritual context, it's like this generation that we that's currently we live with now. It's like. It really, honestly, this is me, my perspective, I come out of places of judgment, but I don't see the the backbone or, mm-hmm. you know, or the desire of like, it's like a different, um, it's like a different style of going to get it, you know, you know, um, and it kind of just blows. They
0: don't me. have that grind, that grind spirit, that strength, that yeah. strength, <laughs> man,
1: yeah and so we have this um new ways of like trying to build make something of our lives but the whole process of it like the character development mm-hmm. out of it is crazy yeah you know and so i know a lot of people who like who who've been in the game like who you know have youtube channels and everything else and they're doing well but it's like where are you trying to show to your your children ex? you know is this is this it you know like we're just trying to live a comfortable life is that all? You know, where are you gaining from it? And put it back in the spiritual context, it's like, where is, is God in the middle of it? Mm. You know, where is the process? Where is He teaching you during the time you can just say, uh, like I mentioned before, I'm not judging anybody, but like you can come to, in a in a place of like, okay, God had a plan for me, that's it. But like, what during that whole entire time is like, are you walking with Him? You know, you can be blessed, but where where do you become during that blessing and mm-hmm. how are you helping other people out How does it leads to the end game right. going home to hear well done my favorite servant, well done you know and that's something i have to learn too like not to get caught up in like the materialist items of the world where it's like i want this money like god i want this i want this i want a relationship and everything which is not bad but it's like is it dominating my heart is it dominating my relationship between me and God? Is it in, in a way? Is it there's a confliction there? You know, um, I think that was the biggest thing that I had to learn and get understand myself is like, I'm coming up with these plans, but if God is not 100% involved in it, mm. it's, it's nothing, you know?
0: <sighs> and, and what you have said is so true. Now, mind you, I, I do understand that every one of us has to have some type of income in whatever way that is, some type of resource yeah. uh, to make it in this natural world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever that job is, whether it's entrepreneurship, starting your own business, maybe you're a supervisor or you're a mayor- manager, you're a, um, a uh, director, maybe you're a, um, An owner of something, even if it's customer service, a a teller, whatever that is, everyone needs a type of resource to generate a certain amount of income in order to make it to pay those bills as they come, because bills do happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Mortgage happens, rent happens. Uh, car payments happen unless it's paid off, but you still got to pay for insurance. You know, you, if you are living in this world, you got to have internet. So you got to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be, you probably have a cell phone, so you have to pay for that. So there has to be a level of income to where you can do what you do, pay for your bills and live. Now, mind you, there are some, and myself included, who want to be not, I just don't want to be able to live. Now, this is where things change. I just don't want to live in a space to where I'm good, but I want to live in a space so much so to where I can give and bless others and not miss it or ask for it back. Mm. Because when I can bless and help others, you allow then those others to bless others. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the whole paying it forward. But in this sense, we talk about someone who wants their stuff that they didn't work hard for. They didn't go after it for. They want what somebody else has built, what somebody else has gotten down on their hands and knees and did the laundry, cleaned another man's house cleaned another woman's toilets, maybe cook for somebody else, maybe uh, help run a chicken farm, maybe help sell some stocks for somebody else. But then you come up and have the audacity and the nerve to say, (laughs) give me the portion that you worked hard for Mm -hmm. that belongs to me. (laughs) So when I really read this and actually make it uh, pertinent to today's society, there are so many young women, young men, who want stuff fast, without working for it. They want the riches, mm-hmm. but they don't want to go through the process of achieving the riches. Yeah, you know, they want the testimony, but they don't want the test. <laughs> and we all have to understand that anything worth doing, anything dealing with longevity takes time to build. Nothing happens overnight. Yeah. So in this sense, you know, th- this gentleman, he comes to his dad and says, give me the things that fall to me. So it goes on. The scripture says that the, the father divided uh, the stuff. He, he divided the stuff. It was amazing because it didn't talk about that. They had an argument, and uh, the son stuck a knife to his father's throat mm. and threatened him, or anything like that. But the father divided it. Now, 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 what happens next? You all know. The son took what he had, and he went out, and he squandered it, as the Bible says. He squandered it, meaning that he took, mm. he took what he didn't earn. He took what he didn't work hard for Mm -hmm. and blew it. It's not like he went to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) And let's talk about that because I'm, I'm not a recipient of, you know, being the son in this case, but I have seen people, men and women, boys and girls, And they have treated an object or a thing of no consequence because they didn't work hard to get it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that more too, too often. You know, you and I, we work together. How many times have we seen people come into our facility and deface something that they didn't build? How many times have we seen in our facility that they come in and steal something that they didn't put in? How many times have we seen in our facility at the time that they tear up equipment that they never, never set up to build? And I see it all too many times, even in our children, even in our youth who um, want stuff. They want the the grand stuff. They want, they want the car. They want that TV, that big screen. They want that Roku device or they want that iPhone or whatever. And then after they get it, it's tore up. Mm-hmm. Why? They never worked for it. Case in point with this gentleman here. He didn't work for it and he squandered it, didn't take care of it, mm-hmm. didn't invest it didn't make it larger he just squandered it let's talk about that and
1: i i'm trying to sure trying to relate it to me too it's like there, there could be times where i'm like god i want i want this and there's times like i'm impatient and i go after the things i want and i get it but it's like i just left god behind Mm. And the part of it is what did I learn? And it's not, as soon as I gain what I want, it's not exactly what it came out to be. You know, completely opposite. (laughs) There's no value to it. You know, and which blows my mind is like, Oh my God. You want something that's valuable and everything like you want whatever type of inheritance that, you know, the young son wanted and kind of let it correlate to you. As soon as you got what you desire, did it, met the uh what's the right word to say did it was it everything that you you were hope, hoping for it to be
0: and a lot of times it's not mm. Mm.
1: it's not and that was the tough part I had to learn like the things that I desired sometimes and it's not godly focus it was not everything I needed what I want it's not what I needed you know
0: it's just what you wanted
1: It's what i wanted there was no value behind it it was just empty you know and and i had to, some there are times where i had to ask myself like is this what you really want Is this is what you really want to give up everything for you know uh especially in my workspace um me trying to be i want to make like i was a seaman so it was like what it's like an e3 pay grade mm-hmm. and i want to make e4 which i am currently and for me, like, to get there is, like, they're telling me, like, okay, just, you're in a galley, which is the kitchen in the ship, and you have to basically bust your tail, you know, make sure you're cooking the food or whatever, and Because out. that's really
0: what you wanted to do in the first place, be a cook Yeah, I want to be a cook, you know, yeah, cook, and, you
1: know like, I'm grateful that like, I got that, you know, I got a job, like, I like in the fleet that I won't complain about, you know, and, you know, I, I don't regret, it. and which is cool, but, um it's a lot of grunt work you know i had to scrub the deck you know the floor uh the tables machines and everything i had to do a lot of stupid stuff but i think the biggest thing is like me learning the process of my job and the built character development and i saw i witnessed seeing people get promoted before me and i just i was a new guy just in there and i seen people like who were about the same time as me uh get some type of rewards and everything recognition and i'm like What about me? Mm -hmm. And so there's times where I almost gave up until I remember I had opportunity, you know, cook for my captain and everything, which is pretty cool. And then I, uh, I guess like, yeah, I'm type of like, I put my head down. It's like, all right, I'm just going to do me, you know, just do my job. And during that time, the process that I kind of focus on my goals and my job, um, and looking at the character development, and actually having people on the side of me to help me out, you know, to kind of keep me keep my morale up. Um, it got rank. I got rank. I don't know how. I never really questioned it. I was like, God, why me? But i was like, okay, I got Why this. not you? Why not you? <laughs> yeah. So I had to really look at it like then I was I made rank before a lot of people who was there for like four years who was on deployment. And that kinda crushed me because like, God, why me? But I had to look Favor. at it like hmm? Favor. Favor, yeah. It's like He saw what I did, and as you know, boom, I got it. It was a blessing, you know. And I rock with it, but I never lost myself during the time to process, Mm -hmm. which was a tough thing to do because now that I got this reward, it's like now, how are you gonna like, how how are you gonna become as a result after getting this reward, you know? So yeah, I think the it can be very challenging when you want you want a you want a particular desire to to manifest but when it doesn't really match up with god's will it's like it's 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 nothing you know it's just absolutely nothing
0: you know it goes back to the scripture that says he will supply all your needs mm-hmm. according to his riches and glory yeah you know um and sometimes, our what we call needs are really just wants. Mm-hmm. And I liken to to the fact that I understand that God knows what's best for each and every one of us, mm-hmm. even when we don't understand it. Even yeah. when sometimes just be truthful. Even sometimes when we don't agree with the word I wrote down mm-hmm. when you first started before you even said the word. Mm-hmm when you don't agree with the process and many of us, um, we get out the oven too fast because we really want to be in the microwave. Yeah. So we can kind of get cooked and then we can be about our merry way. Mm -hmm. Whereas when we stay in the oven and we are checked and sometimes, you know, when you're in the oven, you get prodded a little bit because they need to make sure you are cooking at the right temperature. Right. And we need to be checked. (laughs) Oh God, Yes, Lord. And we need to be checked sometimes when we're in <laughs> God, Lord Jesus, help us. And sometimes we need to be checked. All of us need to be checked. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times reason why we want to go in a microwave, because we don't want to be checked. We just want that button to hit in ding, off and then off, off to the kit, off to the table we go, mm-hmm. you know, And we want things done in our lives that way. And sometimes the truth of the matter is we actually do some things that are microwaved where they're not completely done. And we want those things right now. So this gentleman, he goes out and he wants his things. He gets it and he goes out right now. He gets out of the microwave. He gets out the oven too fast. He's not even completely cooked. Mm. And many times things happen in our lives that are unseemingly Many times things happen in our lives that are incomplete. They're not done well. They're not with um, uh, excellence. They're not done with perfection. They're not done with a great attitude because we got out of the oven too fast. Yeah. And we go out in this world and we're wondering why we can't handle what the world throws at us mm-hmm. because, again, we want it out. And you
1: know was with that and like you you know me and I share this with you too like during my time in California it's like and guys I'm just be completely honest with you transparent I sucked at holding a job <laughs> I literally suck at holding a job I always wanted the ding, next ding ding, ding 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 he sucks <laughs> but I wanted the next pay you know I'm looking for the next type of income if I wasn't satisfied at one job i would quit it and go to the next He one. would that's true <laughs> And, um, and a lot of people are like, dude, you got to stay in one spot. I'm like, yeah, you're right. But I'm looking at like, okay, I'm looking for my my happiness, hmm. you know. And during the time, it's like I'd probably be stay at a job like, what, two months, maybe three months. I think in total, since my time being here, I probably had like, what, maybe 11 jobs mm-hmm. or so. And most of, them, most of them were, you know, I already got fired from or got wrongfully terminated from. That's a whole nother story. I know one thing. That issue got dealt with, but as mostly as like, I had to look at what do you want in for your life to are you willing to, and I had to have older men with me to tell me this too to help guide me. You gotta to endure the process that you're going exactly, gotta exactly. and a lot of men my age, maybe younger want to have the quick money schemes and everything else but some some of them are not willing to go through that phase of like getting dirt underneath your nails mm. coming back home tired staying um, saving behind an extra hour you know a little lack of sleep or doing it doing the hard things that will slowly build you up you know and you're building the character development that's something i was lacking in that reason why I decided I want to join the military because I seen myself like I was missing something I need something consistent but also too like I needed development I don't have nowhere else to run I'm gonna stick to this game plan and so that's what I had to that I that's what I learned with that in like what the past two years you know and especially with God is like he opened his door for me right and What was beautiful is that I learned things about myself. I developed new skills. Had to get rid of some old, my old childish ways and everything Mm -hmm. else. And I have new set of older guys to help me out too. And just to help guide me in my walk, you know, not only just like my spiritual walk, but also to like me as a man in general. Right. You know, we all need that guidance. And so I thought it was like the most beautiful, uh, amazing thing too. Like I could have that. Um, And even talking about like Inheritance. Uh well not inheritance, but me striving not to squander the things in terms of like not applying the thing, the life lessons that I'm learning. Right. So when the times what when I finally kind of take the initiative to kind of apply the things I'm learning, you get to go through this beautiful um I call it beautiful like this amazing transformation of like going from the old you to this new mm-hmm. you. So whoever you are, like enjoy I tell anybody this before I left my go away party. Um, enjoy the journey enjoy the journey enjoy the process that you're in when somebody told me that or I, I probably watch on TV something like that was like when you're joining the journey you enjoy the process of the transformation that God send you up or somewhere like in your life where you're developing you're progressing you're starting coming understand more about for other people mm-hmm. things about life and how positive and consistent that is. It's, it's, it's a, it blows me away because you're not missing any opportunities. You're not missing any moments whatsoever, but you're taking your time and you're enduring and you're building yourself up. And it's like, I kind of encourage all the young guys around me, like dude, take a step back, relax, breathe, enjoy the time that you have because tomorrow's never like you mentioned, before, like t- tomorrow's never promised, right? You know, but who you want to become, in the future that kind of like kind of matters though it does no so yeah i just yeah like (laughs) this whole prodigal son uh this topic right here it's like it kind of reflects like how my life was you know me trying to get my life back together with god also too, trying to fill up the gaps of you know me trying to be a man you know Mm. in, in this uh in america too you know in the world basically
0: so do me a favor put out your hand real quick put out your hand okay just like that. Now kind close it. Keep close. it close. Okay. So while you were talking, mm-hmm. I heard this phrase. Must be willing to lose. Mm-hmm. And in any time in our society right now, in order for you to be successful at any, in any area of your life, mm-hmm. you must be willing to lose. Yeah. Here's why. With your hand closed like that, mm-hmm. can I give you anything? No, you can't. Can you hand me anything? No, I can't. And it's only when you open your hand that you become vulnerable. That means I can come take from you. Mhm. But at the same time, I can give you give to you. Yeah. You can Also give to somebody else when your hand is open. Mm. And in many times in our lives, we, we refuse to be open. Mm. We're closed off. We're guarded. We have walls up. We have all these different things. And then we wonder why some things in our life get squandered is because we have this closed hand mentality because we don't want anybody to take anything from us Mm because we're guarded. And then we're too selfish to give to anybody. Yep. And we squander the things that we've been blessed with, you know, and, and that term, that, that phrase that, um, must be willing to lose that came from a gentleman by the name of, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V he's very, um, one of those gentlemen, he's not one that's going to give you all the, the, the gospel. He's not that, but he tells you naturally, um, right, you know, where you need to be with doing some different things in your life. And I had to understand that anytime you're doing anything, there are going to be times where there's going to be some losses Mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to want to under, to know and say, I might lose today. Yeah. There's a possibility I could lose today. Yeah. But in spite of that, I'm gonna keep on trucking. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But when you get to the point where I'm scared to lose, I'm scared to um, be transparent. You
1: let that um, fear kick in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And when that fear kicks in, as the scripture says, you know, God has not given us the spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but of love, peace, and of a sound mind. We we understand that. But the natural side of us kicks in and, you know, we end up sometimes in these dilemmas where, they, you know, we're, we're, we get a little scared. We get a little fearful. We get a little concerned. We get a little... Uh, anxiety sometimes you know we we end up with that spirit of depression we Mm -hmm. end up with some different things but the thing is we have to understand that what we don't want to do is is everything that we've gained is that most of all that we stay in that oven long enough to gain all the tools we need so that way When we leave, whatever space that is, whatever home that is, whatever business that is, that we don't find ourselves squandering what God has blessed us with. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and as we reach down further, it goes into right around uh, verse 14. It says, when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in that country, and he began doing without. You know why? He didn't plan. And many of us, we don't plan for the next day. We don't plan for the next month. We don't plan for the next year or five years or 10 years. We only care about right now. Yeah. And when we figure and think to ourselves, well, I'm just going to party today and I'm just going to squander this money today because I can probably make it back tomorrow. I can probably make it, uh, next week. And I can probably remember anytime we fail to plan, it's an automatic plan to fail. Talk about that.
1: Hmm. And huh, what's crazy is like, I remember so many times, like I just come up with these ridiculous, like, spontaneous plans. <laughs> it's like
0: I think we all have. Yeah,
1: no, uh, you 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 would think like it'll actually work out. No, but, like there's no concrete planning behind it. No steps whatsoever. No. There's goals. only
0: one thing that's not gonna fail. <laughs> and that's the word.
1: Yep. And and there's like God's not behind. It. It's like it's gonna fail.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, and in my talk that I had uh, the other night, it was one of the things that anything I want, I do. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, like my drone flying and we we have some different things. You know, you might like bowling, you like fishing, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But anything I want to do or have need of doing, I have to ask myself in every aspect of my life how does God get the glory out of this yeah will he get the glory out of this Mm -hmm. and um, I heard uh, someone once say that God will bless what you do and the reason why that is because if you fail to do anything, I mean, you're sitting on the couch. You know, for some of you, you may be looking for a job. You may need a job, mm-hmm. a gig, a side gig, a side hustle, whatever that is. And you need some type of extra resource. How do you get that extra resource if you fail to do something? Mm -hmm. or do you sit on the seat of do nothing of your life and expect God to do it all for you? You know, there are some things that are required of each one of us in our lives. Um, Sometimes God will put different people in our lives Mm -hmm. for a reason and sometimes for a season. And sometimes we hold on to people that should have been there for a week and or they should have only been there, you know, two months and we're holding on to them for 10 year lifespan because we want them to be our life partner, our lifelong relationship for 10, 15 years. When yeah. in actuality, they were only supposed to be there for a time. And we have to understand that. So he says he goes and he finds himself in famine. He finds himself with famine because he failed to plan. Mm. 15 he said so he went out and hired out to one of himself one of the citizens of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed the pigs so this dude went from having to not having to now being basically a servant
1: this dude hit rock bottom
0: rock bottom man and many of us sometimes because we do some things without them being God focused, we ask ourselves why things fail, why things didn't keep going. Why are we not blessed in certain areas? Now mind you, we're always blessed. Anytime you have a topsoil experience and we're on the, the right side of the the soil, mm-hmm. it's still a blessing. Oh yeah. Okay. We still have another day to get it right. Mm-hmm. But many of us sometimes, question, why did things not work out? And then the next question you should have is, was God the center of it? Did we form the business around God? Did we form the relationship around God? Did we invest around God? Did we do that next venture that, that entrepreneurship around God or Did we do what we did and then expect God to bless it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And anytime you do it without him, we're going to find ourselves in one. Talk about that.
1: Yeah. And so like, just looking at a guy, like he hit rock bottom. Like he had all, you had your money. You decided like, you know what? I'm going to do me. You didn't have a game plan. And it kind of reflects a lot about our lives. Like even for myself, it's like, uh, during my time here, um, I remember just buying, like, it's kind of like I was in a competition with my, with my cousin or kind of like following him, his ways. Um, but he'll take, he take, here he's better financially stable for me. I would just probably waste money. Um, excuse me. Uh, so I remember like coming back from work at the warehouse that we worked in and go home and I'm supposed to be saving up for a car, you know, what I'll do DoorDash, postmates wing stop. Papa John's while my family's cooking uh, meals downstairs, and so miss opportunities like that. And it's like how I'm talking, I blame myself. Like I shouldn't have been. I remember like there's to- there's days where I'm like I shouldn't be. I should at the age of where I'm at now, I should have A, B, and C. And it's like now go back and reflect. Like you could have had that, but you wasted money here, here, and here. Because a lack of discipline mm-hmm. and not hearing to the guidance that those around you was trying to share with you, you know. And part of me is like, do I regret it now? No. Am I grateful that I learned my life lesson during that time? Yes, because it God revealed to me where I was lacking in during that time, and I'm grateful with the things I got now. Like, I got a car, cool. You know, got a stable job. Awesome. I got a strong uh, faith. Amazing. You know, now it's like being consistent with the things and adhering to those around me who are letting me know. And when I, there's times when I, when I was at that rock bottom, I remember I felt crappy by myself. You know, I'm probably like shift blame other people. Like you should have helped me get a job or you had an opportunity to help me out or, and part of me was like i was losing myself and then i was just kind of hating myself during the process and so i almost ended up in like in a dark lonely place i remember sharing that with you too like you know you started having these insecurities these doubts as a man especially somebody going in their 20s you know like during this time like we were we we're already expected in our generation like those born in the 90s like we should already be married at a young age have two sets of car having your own apartment or a house you know good credit and all these things and it's like this expectation and a lot of people can, don't understand like that's a huge burden to put on somebody you know some of us don't have that up that same upbringing and everything but you do have those opportunities I would say most definitely make the most of it you know place God first in it you know playing with him mm-hmm. trusting him during that time Uh, had this enjoy the journey built this grit you know go in this process of develop character development and everything else and and i think overall like the biggest thing is like just be okay be content and take your time because like you only have one life you know you're not in a competition with anybody else you're in a race you're in your own race that's something i had to remember too like i had to remind myself and had somebody had to tell me like you're on your own personal walk and race with god exactly it doesn't matter what season yet you're in you know you're not being You're there's no reason for you to compete with other people next to you or look in TV, see the next big thing. That was me during the time. I'm like, my uncle, he had, he's a very, got a good job at a hospital and everything, about to make 70 or maybe $1,000 a year or whatever. And look like, at, I want that. Or my other family friends, like they had a nice house, a nice set of family and everything else. I like, I want that. I remember my uncle telling me, like, don't, it doesn't matter what I got or our family friends got. Don't worry about that. Worry about you. What do you want? And so that's what I needed to hear. What do I want? You know? And the immature childish man child version of me was trying to figure out his life and everything. And God was like, All right, I think he's started to learn his lesson. I'm gonna take you now to the next stage of your life. And I think that was something like I am always gonna forever be grateful for, making that will be willing to make that sacrifice mm-hmm. of leaving this comfortable lifestyle I used to have, well, I would say comfortable in terms of like living rent free with my family yeah. until I had to pay, you know, had to contribute something, you know, and having a, you know a solid ministry and everything, and then uh, having friends and family, but basically going to the next stage of my life and going to another place where I could start from scratch, mm-hmm. you know, part of my next journey in life.
0: Yeah, that, that that's crazy because. All of us, as you stated so eloquently, have our own race, and it's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. If you want to call it cross country, go go with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to, <laughs> because it, it's not a sprint. This is a lifelong process, yeah. And it, understand that your process. Is not my process. Mm-hmm. I may learn a little bit uh, later on in life, where you may learn a little bit sooner in life. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't give you a right to uh, be condescending toward me because I haven't learned my lesson yet. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing we all have. We all have a walk. It's just the, it's just like the person who um, has a smoking habit or a drinking habit. Yeah, they might have taken that hit smoking one time or they might have taken that, you know, that first hit of their their alcoholic beverage one time. And then later on, they developed a taste for and then through time, it became a smoking habit or through time, it became an alcoholism through time. It became a drug habit, but understand there was a process of time for them for it to become a habit. Mm -hmm. So just like it was a process for it to become a habit, there's also a process for you to become what God has called you to be. There's a process because our walk, our daily walk, the choices we make, they're daily, hourly, minute by minute in every aspect of our lives. And we have to understand that there is a process to everything. Yeah. Nothing just happens just overnight. Now we know God can do whatever he's going to do, but if he doesn't just do it just overnight per se, that if he doesn't just do it overnight, we who are natural yet spiritual beings mm-hmm. have to understand and allow God to work in that individual. Because after all, I can't save you. I can't I can only show you who he is. Yep. I can only show you scriptures. I can only encourage you. I can only build you up. Mm-hmm. I can only be as transparent as much as I can. But at the end of the day, it starts with do you want to change? And then number two, God has to do it.
1: Yep. And then to add That's on it. and add on to that, like well said, it's like we have to fail. Sometimes you have to hit rock bottom
0: <laughs> for some people that's, <laughs> because some people will not get it until they've lost. Everything. They've lost friends. They've lost loved ones. They've lost money. They've lost houses. They've lost their land. They've lost their investments. And some people will not give it, get it again, not everybody, but some people will not get it until they're living out of their car, until they're homeless, until they're on the street or for some until they're in an apartment by themselves and they can't find a mate. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes God has got to get you all by yourself to where there is no one for you to call on but him.
1: Yes. Amen. And I have to I'm gonna be open about this too. Is that during my time here, there's three instances, three three circumstances where I got kicked, I was gonna get kicked out three times. Actually, yeah, it was three times by my family. And they actually they're the ones who actually wanted me to come there come here mm-hmm. you know get an education and everything get my life going because i didn't know what i to do after high school you know i need that guidance and so Knuckleheaded me after you know quitting so many jobs and everything else and kind of wasting my time it's like dude like what's what's up with you like what's going on you know like you're doing all these things or you're doing all these for this church but like what about your life what about you you know and i'm like trying i'm trying i'm trying or like just give me another chance i remember just like going in my room praying crying trying to plead i didn't like like i'm giving my best but like god like just kill me or just end me or or just just, i don't know i was thinking like just crazy thoughts because like Mm -hmm. me going back to my home state georgia was like me basically returning back to my back back to hell because like not saying that was like uh worse. i understand understand. it it's more like basically it's like you backtracking yeah going back to going the, back, yeah yeah going back your old lifestyle I'm yeah, like, it's like going
0: back to like the, as it talks about in the scripture talking about like the dog going back to his vomit mommy yeah, yeah it's
1: like i don't want to go back there like i think i'm supposed to be here for a reason or you know i think i made it but i just need another chance and that's the thing like i had so many opportunity but i mean squandering those moments that they're going to be taken away that window that umbrella of grace that one of grace was closing until like I had to repent. Mm. I had to show that I wanted to go. I want to make something. I want to have a change for my life. And so like, that's a lot of things. Um, especially guys my age, we had to mm. understand that when opportunities come your way, yes, please make the most out of it, but like include God into it, but don't squander those moments mm. because they could slip right by you.
0: Ooh, man, we can be on this one for a minute mm-hmm. talking about the squander. Let, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. We have to keep going. Mm-hmm. So in 16, it goes that he would have longed to have filled his uh, corral pods that the pigs were, were eating. Basically, he went to fill his belly. He was actually going to start eating what the pigs were being fed. Ooh, that's bad. You know, you go from tri-tip to okay. The, 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 I see how yeah, it's, yeah mm, it's not a good thing. You know, you go through from filet mignon and T-bone steak to mm-hmm. garbage. Yeah, to eating out the trash can. You go from carne asada fries to oh, <laughs> <doing> right, there. <laughs> oh, right, I'm okay. Gonna, gonna uh, uh, you go through some mac and cheese, some <laughs> homemade mac and cheese to you know looking in people's garbage cans. Bread crumbs on top. So it came to a point to where he decided in verse 18 that he had came to Bible talks about that. He finally came to himself and said that he was going to go back to his father's house. And I believe in every one of our lives, when we are lost, um, that we all have to number one, come to ourselves. And the only way to come to ourselves is just to be not look through a window but look at the mirror mm-hmm. let's deal with me let's deal with me Not, not I don't want to deal with you I, w- I need to deal with me when you turn that mirror around and you see you in the reflection you see your hurt heart you see your disappointment you see your anxiety you see your depression you see your anger and disparagement you see a lust you see Um, backbiting. You see anger and mischief and malice and you see all these things within yourself. It's only when you turn that around and actually look in the mirror Mm. and say, you know, I'm going back to my father. I'm going home. I'm going home. And let's talk about real quickly because I know people who know this know about this son so let's talk about real quick why is it important for you as a person mm-hmm. to look in the mirror at yourself and realize I need to come home
1: I think it's it's really as important because like you're being truly honest about yourself like you got a lot of crap going on and that's what I had to tell myself too and there's times I had to look at myself in the mirror like why are you doing A, B, and C you are a wretched egg or stuff like that you know like I'm very hardcore on myself but it's like the moment you start realizing you know your faults and areas that you need improvement in the more that's and you allow your you allow God to work with that you know and change that that's a beautiful process of like being transformed hmm you know and I remember there were times where I wanted change but I would never admit my faults mm-hmm. I would never admit the wrongs that I did mm-hmm. or about myself until other people had to reveal it I'm like man whatever but the moment in the isolated space you look at yourself in the mirror that quiet place whatever you know wherever God takes you you know when you get to that place you start seeing this for me personally like I start seeing where I was headed and having this fear of like I'm gonna this is who I am but that's not the case like I'm much more than this I can be much more just like Jesus when he called that, which He's calling like we could be just like him, mm-hmm. you know? And when you come to that real life for me personally, when I came to that realization, like I can change my ways according to the scripture or change my ways to help out other people to benefit them. Me being a little bit more encouraging the way I talk to someone, bro, give life back to them or in my work area, like how I can be a little bit more productive by learning the job to help the person next to me or um how to be a better son to my mother by actually being productive actually calling her and asking her like hey how are you doing and ask those thought-provoking questions you know and or i don't know how for a husband and wife like i'm not married i don't have a girlfriend I'm single so um but like being um able to like be truly honest and be transparent about and vulnerable about yourself and desiring change god would use that god would work in you Because you now you already have the shift in your mindset, like, okay, this is who I am, but I want to be something much more. Now you're dealing with the heart issues, and a lot of people struggle with the heart issue because they don't want to deal with the real you, Mm. the the real selves, you know. And I think that's kind of like really interesting that when Jesus did that, when he talked about, we call out the Pharisees in Mark seven about the things about the things that uh, defile the heart. Um, it comes out of man's heart and i'm like geez that that's 100 true you know i deal with anger you know I, I deal with lust i deal with pride you know i deal with slander gossip all these things you know i deal with like me having stupid ideas all this stuff and and i've been willing to like have the taking the time to like have this change from going from the old me to this new joshua you know i think that's I'm grateful that I go through that process. I'm grateful mm-hmm. that I you know, I, I could be open, be vulnerable myself and be real. And that's got to change my life, but also let other people in to allow this change to happen too. Right. You know?
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. So man, man, there's so, there's so much in that. Those man, he, he's pitching a bunch of nuggets, y'all <laughs> He's pitching a bunch <laughs> of nuggets throwing at you because he talked about the process of the old me, becoming the new me and being celebratory and that not necessarily keep focusing on what was but let's focus on what is and Mm -hmm. speaking of what is he goes home Mm -hmm. the young man goes home he has found himself and he goes home because he realizes it's at home where he can get everything that he needs So needless to say, he goes home and goes on to say that, you know, the father saw him from afar off. You know, I would like to think, again, this is with my own finite imaginative mind, I would like to think that ever since the boy left, that the father who loved him the most, that probably didn't want him to leave, Mm -hmm. that probably didn't want him to take the car, to take the brand new truck that he gave him, the new Silverado or whatever that was, that Every day, the father was probably out on the street. Yeah, I say street, looking (laughs) to see if the boy, if Joey or Jonathan or David was on his way back home. Maybe you're looking for your child to come back home. Maybe you're looking for Katie to come back home. Maybe you're looking for Amy to come back home or Jennifer to come. Back home and we are focused so much. So if you notice that most of the scripture focuses on the one who strayed and not much is said about the one who stayed because we can be lost away from home, but we can also be lost in the house yeah so the son finally comes home the father sees him from afar off he gets closer to him runs after him whatever and puts a coat on and said let's celebrate let's kill the fatted calf let's party this that and the other but the son who stayed not the one who strayed but the son who stayed became jealous, became in an uproar, became mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, because he was there the whole time and he felt neglected. Mm. He didn't want to celebrate what was lost coming home. He was wondering why should we celebrate what is lost that decided to come home? Why should we throw a party? Why should we call our friends? Why should we do this, that, and the other? Because after all, you had one that was here the whole time. So this shows me that many times we can be lost under the roof of the house. Mm-hmm. We can be lost under the protection of God. We can be lost under protection of our mother. And we can be lost under protection of our mother and father, sister and brother, our aunts and uncles, grandma and them. We can be lost in the house and we haven't even left yet. Yeah. And still be lost. Talk about that.
1: And you know what? And like I remember like in my ministry, like there's a lot of guys or girls like who fell away from God. Like for like parable sword. Like a lot of people fall on different type of soils. And they go through different stages of life and they get taken away from it um and so i remember there are times people come back and they're like okay that's Austin." Awesome. then like that's I'm, I'm celebrating with them then they leave and i'm like dude what the heck what happened you know and then they come back again and they leave again and it's like all right now i'm kind of like being uh not stoic. what's the correct word to say uh my heart's kind of kind of becomes hardened mm-hmm. from hard, it. hard and hard hard and hard yeah right and it's like make your mind up dude like why are you not getting it like you're finding god you know you're finding something much valuable in your life you know and we're kind of going about our lives and everything else and i think that there is something um, like regarding about like how we perceive people how we receive the life choices and everything and you know god wants the way that god especially going back to the the one sheep the lost sheep mm-hmm. right the lost coin and how we everyone rejoice over that one sheep or that one coin. The same way kinda of reflects our heart. Like especially I times I catch myself as that the son who stayed where I'm like, this person left so many times, but what God wanted is that. He wanted the somebody who desired mercy. Somebody who desired to be with him, the relationship, who wanted forgiveness. mm mm-hmm. You know. And we have got to ask ourselves, like you know, are we willing to like, are we rejoicing like Mitch in the last segment? Like, are we rejoicing when the person returns? Are we checking our heart mm. regarding about like the person returning back? Lord, check our hearts. You know, we all have that one relative or a friend who like kind of going out and about in their lives, and you know, it's going like there's just nothing but self destruction there.
0: Yeah, hundred miles an hour. Yeah, hundred miles an hour <laughs> into a brick wall.
1: And, oh my gosh and when they decide to have this change of mindset, I need to get my life together and they return home back to their parents or yeah. I mean, you say back in that turn back home to their parents. We gotta be happy. We gotta like have this, this genuine happiness regard about that because their life is, they're safe. Mm-hmm. They're returning back home. You know, in the same way you're looking at the father during, um, in the scripture is like, mm-hmm. he was happy that his son came back because that's, he found value value in a father in his in returning back Mm. home and then with the son indoors it's like aren't you happy that the father is happy that your parent is happy that your friend your brother your sister your boss whoever else is returning back home or is safe and sound who's not lost whatsoever you know who's secure you know and I think you're really trying to like we had so there's times where we had to really get out of ourselves you know and really see the bigger picture you know not life sometimes not about us per se you know we got to start thinking about others and I think that's what was beautiful side about what Jesus did like he showed compassion Mm. you know for those you know when the side was like no Lord no I don't help this person out, whatever we're trying to to protect you keep this person set back like no like let me help this person out you know and that's something like I kind of like. There's times I had to struggle with, like, oh my god, I gotta help this guy again. And there's a very guy who I um who I helped convert it too, and I was kind of taken back when he got into some sin, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, dude, this is what I gotta deal with, like. And i had I'm supposed to be the one supposed to be helping discipling him, you know. And I'm like, how was I? I had to, had to, I called one of my best friends. And I called him like dude like this is what happened I don't know what to do and he's like remember that time when I had to disciple you when I had to help you out and mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. in all my memories came calling back. those
0: things right is exact, yep. that's exactly where I was going calling the memories back remember where you were mm-hmm
1: and I remember like how my how ratchet <laughs>
0: The word, I, yeah, that, that the word, ra- ratchet.
1: Ratchet, how how ratchet I was. Like, I was a complete mess mm-hmm. um, during the time. Like, yeah, I got my life to God, but, like, I still had to learn. other the other things I had to learn during the process of coming more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and I think about, too, like, I'm in a position to help somebody else out. And so I took the time to kind of, like, do a heart check for myself. Exactly. The God, and then go out and reach help out this you know this younger brother in christ now you know and the same thing applies you know like whatever type of shepherding you're doing in your life with anybody you know like friends family um work center even like during COVID 19 even though on zoom whatever case may be you know we have to being able to have happiness for those when they are seeking help you know who are returning back you know for good you know
0: you know and i think the and I think the, the very sincere nature mm-hmm. of this topic, because all of us have found ourselves in any of what we've just talked about. We've, I mean, if we were to be truthful, we have found ourselves either we have left a place and have squandered some things and haven't done right. And whatever. And have had to return home. Now, whatever that now, for those of you that are listening, whatever that home is for you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm not saying it's your physical house. I'm not saying it's your job. I'm not saying that it's God per se, Um, but whatever home is for you and you've had to return home. Home to me means safety Mm. because you left safety to try to provide some things for yourself, your own way, without proper knowledge, without proper training, without proper understanding, Mm -hmm. without preparation. Yeah. And you've left the umbrella of safety. So now you now have to come back under this umbrella of safety, this safe haven home. And now that you're home, in your safe haven, you're now under protection. And then while you're under protection, the very one who should be holding your hand and hugging you and giving you a kiss on your cheek and giving you a massage and and treating you as beloved Mm -hmm. is treating you like the enemy Mm. in your own umbrella of safety. Now, for those of you that are listening And you have found yourself, maybe not the one that have left. Maybe not the one who strayed. Maybe you're the one that's in the house. And you're lost because you have felt that maybe all the energy has been sucked away from you being home and has focused on the one that left. Maybe you're the only child and the energy has been sucked away from you because that parent is only focusing on them. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're the the husband or the wife who has who's felt neglected under the roof. Maybe you're the person on the job who has felt neglected and Sally and Johnny keeps getting promoted and you keep being left to your own devices and you find yourself being lost and can't celebrate when somebody else gets a promotion. You can't celebrate when somebody else is getting blessed and you can't celebrate because certain other things that happen to somebody else, because we are so focused on ourselves. That is called being lost. And I'm here to let you know that even when someone comes back home, we can't find ourselves. We can't be the same person under safety. And still be lost.
1: Like. On this topic. It, it, it just blows my mind. It's like. The young son really. He took everything. Oh my bad. Uh, the young son like he took his inheritance right. Squared everything. Has a change of heart. Comes back the father was like he's not upset he's not mad
0: disappointed yeah because he took from the father he didn't take from this from from his his brother brother, yeah he took from the father yep and the father forgave him Mm -hmm. but the brother was like heck to the no (laughs) yeah
1: like where, like what about me like where's where's my boy like where's my celebration you know i've been here like i'm right underneath your roof and so it really shows me like a lot of jealousy Mm -hmm. you know can take a man's heart and everything like this whole competition thing and not contentment, you know, you know, a lot of selfishness too, and and so like yeah, it's it's I really appreciate you like you don't have me on here, and it's it's been really really grateful, dude, and uh, yeah, thank you for letting me share your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I tell you, man, cause I tell you what, we can all find ourselves in one of those three categories: the lost sheep, the lost coin, or the lost son. Joshua Williams, thank you for for being on the show. I'm Sean, your host. Stay tuned for another edition of the I'm Dealing With broadcast. Till then, stay blessed, stay safe.